Hey, it's Eddie. Thanks for listening to It's News to Us. Just wanted to remind you that we are available wherever you get your podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc., etc. So if you like the show, uh, please do subscribe and check out our weekly new episodes. And uh, let us know what you think, too, by giving us a rating and review. It's news to us. We are now live on Adobe Radio the week of December 7th, 2020. And a lot to get to. We're going to uh, tell you the latest with the Georgia runoff elections, do a news roundup and more. No time for nonsense. So let's just hit the intro. Here we go. It's news to us. It's news to us. Adobe Radio. Um, You know, we have so many hosts on the show that last week we were talking about possibly uh, doing a 60 Minutes type introduction. (laughs) I'm Leslie Stahl. I'm Barbara Walters. I'm somebody else. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm Eddie. Jason, Chris here. Katie is on assignment this week. Uh, she'll be returning next week with her big story. Um, how are you guys doing? Wait, 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 yes. wait, wait. But do the 60 minutes thing again. Okay. Let me get that back up here. There you go. I eat glue. All right. That was totally worth it. Uh, totally uh, worth it, man. Hey, A for effort. Not all jokes can, can land. No. Yeah. All right. Uh, we decided to go guestless this week because uh, nobody would return our emails. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check in with social media and see what's happening on social media, though. Uh, Katie is our social media director. She's been uh, on fire. Now, here's what she tweeted. Now, Actually, I tweeted this one. I don't even know who tweeted it. Somebody did. Now that some time has passed, do you think Trump really had COVID-19? This is a Twitter poll. 100% said, hell no. Hell no. What do you guys think? Been some time has passed. Did he really have COVID? Hmm. I don't. I don't have a reason to think he didn't. Yeah, me too. Well, uh, Tartar Champ on Twitter says he did it to kill the seven hundred fifty dollar tax payment story. Is that's his conspiracy theory? Hmm. I think him contracting it didn't help his reelection. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> right, right. Um, also on uh, on Twitter, does Lindsey Graham wear boxers or briefs? You, Senator. <laughs> that's the correct answer, Chris. You <laughs> is the correct answer, Senator Lindsey Graham. That's his little uh, theme, his little chime. Now, anytime we say his name, but hey, uh, y'all. yeah, he's like you a- know I. He's an elf on the shelf. I think you know. I love the feel <laughs> of those satin boxers against my lower extremities. Oh, does this feel so good? I, I sometimes I like to wear a lace thong. That makes me feel sexy. But uh, I don't know this. Uh, this tweet we actually quote retweeted. It's from Wizard of Biden, one of our followers. And about 214 people have engaged with this one. So a lot of people are wondering what's happening in Lindsey Graham's underpants for some reason. And not me. Gross. Get another <laughs> hobby, folks. I have, a side, I have a side question for you both. Yes. Just a little get to know you. 
question. Have either of you ever wore women's underwear? I'm wearing right now. Right now. What are you no, talking? Serious oh. serious question. I I'm interested to see what you Only you, only when I'm gr- only when I'm grocery shopping. <sighs> okay. Yes. I've yes, I have. I have worn it just as a joke with uh an ex. Uh she's like, It'd be funny if you put these on real quick. I was like, Okay. And it was like two seconds and I was like, Wow, these feel nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how about you? Yeah. I did it once, uh yeah, like as a joke or to be sexy or whatever. And then I got self-conscious. I thought I saw somebody at the window and I like ducked down. And uh please tell me you hurt yourself. No. No, oh, I didn't. Damn it. No. Wait, why were you why were you changing yourself next to an open window? <laughs> you know. I like to live on the edge. <laughs> Not really cuz you ducked down. Well, yeah, you know, it's more for them than for me. I'm trying not to go to prison or whatever. That would be really embarrassing wait, wait, reason to wait, be a sex wait, offender. Back up. Yeah. You thought you would go to prison for wearing women's underwear? <laughs> <laughs> well, for being naked. Well, we do still live in Trump's You're America. Okay. Okay. How about you, Jason? You posed the question before we move on. We must know. I have not. I have not. I see. I don't believe you because right, that really question came out of nowhere. No, it came from the topic we were talking about: Lindsey Graham wearing women's thongs. Oh, are you too Fine. macho and too? <laughs> uh, are, are you are you too masculine to wear women's underwear? Is that what you're saying? No, it's never. It's actually never <laughs> crossed my mind to even try it. It just it's did. Never been brought up. I want you to never try it. Out. I want you to try it live on the show tonight. Live on the show. Go grab one of Katie's. Uh, Pretty thongs and try it on and give us a review at the end of the show. Can you do that for us? <laughs> I cannot. Nor will I. No, no. Why not? Not going to happen. All right. You're trying to be I a, pooped a, and I forgot to wipe today. Okay. All right. Enough of that. Let's, uh, oh, my God. Let's get to the news. This is <laughs> the show has just gone downhill the past couple weeks. I don't know what's going on. I, I blame Chris. Um, we're, we're respected newsmen in many circles. We have a lot of Edward R. Murrow awards between the three of us. Um, that's a lie. But news roundup. It's news to us. News roundup. Yee-haw! The Georgia Senate runoff. There were debates. Did you guys see any of the debates? Republican uh, Senator Kelly Loeffler and uh, Democratic Loeffler. Loeffler. Excuse me, whatever. I hate her name, Loffler. You're right. I knew I was going to mess it up. I, I like, I, I, I practice it before the show, and then when it came up, I was like, no. I don't know why the spelling of her name really just throws me off. But anyways, you got uh, it in your head. Yeah, she was uh, debating Democratic uh, r- rival Reverend uh, Warnock uh, in Sunday's uh, debate, and uh, I know that. Katie was actually tweeting about that as it was happening. Did you guys catch any of it at all? Not at all. Well, we can uh, fill you in. We can fill you in right here. Yeah. Um, hey, see that you do. Let's do it right now. So basically, people on Twitter were saying that uh, Loeffler is kind of like really robotic and rigid. People were saying that that was kind of the consensus overall. The review of her performance over rehearsed. And she also kept using the uh, the phrase radical liberal when referring to her opponent, Reverend Warnock. She said this uh, like 
like 50-something times during the debate. Here's just a little montage of her saying that. I want to fundamentally change America, and the agent of change is my opponent, radical liberal Raphael Warnock. You know, my opponent, radical liberal Raphael Warnock, has called police officers gangsters. Radical liberal Raphael Warnock has partnered with Stacey Abrams. Senator, you have 30 seconds. Well, predictably, you've just heard more lies from radical liberal Raphael Warnock. Yeah, it goes on and on. That's like only half of the audio right there. But yeah, she kept saying radical liberal. Uh, (laughs) Do you think uh, she got that talking point straight from the GOP, radical liberal? Or is that something... This is a big heated de- de- uh, thing right now. I guess just to recap, the uh, the Georgia runoffs are very important because the outcome of, of this uh, controls the uh, Senate. So will it be the Republicans or Democrats? But uh, So that's why all eyes are on this. It's still part of election 2020. But uh, this radical liberal thing, what do you, what do you, what's your guys' take on that? Is that just like what they're doing now? Radical liberal socialist. Is that supposed to be like a slam? Like, I I guess I'm failing to see, like, what they're trying to. What is, what is a radical liberal exactly? Like, if we were to really think about that, is that somebody who wants all of Americans to have health care? Is that somebody who wants college to be affordable? Equal rights for all Americans. Anti-discrimination. Pro-LGBTQ. Is that what it is? Is that so radical? Equal pay, yeah. Is that is that what it is? I guess in that, apparently. I, I yeah. I don't know. What are they getting at exactly? I don't know. I don't know. But the way she keeps repeating it, that's like what you do with brainwashing. Right. It's just repetition. Mm, you know. That's a good point, right there. Um, she got this from DJT. You asked man. earlier, did she get this talking point from GOP? I think it was directly from DJT. Okay, you think it was directly from DJT? Interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. That's your conspiracy, though. That's your thought. Um, they they also asked her point blank about the election. Was it rigged? And uh, of course, you know it's being contested. Uh, Donald Trump is going to court with his buffoon lawyers that are farting in the courtroom. We'll get to that later. Um, but uh, she was asked about the election, and she couldn't she couldn't say that the election was fair. Senator, did you believe the the election was rigged? Look, Greg, it's very clear that there were issues in this election. There are 250 investigations open, including an investigation into one of my opponent's organizations, you know, for voter fraud. And we have to make sure that Georgians trust this process. There is no evidence of voter fraud. This is continuing that narrative, that uh, false narrative that is being uh, uh, put out there by uh, DJT and his his, uh, minions. Uh, So meanwhile, so that was, yes. Well, I was just going to bring up, you know, she brought up uh, investigations. I mean, isn't she still under investigation for uh, fraud? <laughs> yes. Like, in, or the uh, trading stocks? Trading? Yeah. Yeah. We could go. Is she still under investigation <clears throat> for that? She is. Hmm. And that goes, do, that goes which back. Which person's on, the, on this debate stage or under uh, investigation currently? themselves are you the saying GOP it's the republican oh what mm. interesting how that happens yeah what was that case though with the insider trading was it at the beginning of uh the pandemic she was 
It was before the pandemic. It happened okay. back in like uh, beginning of February of 2020. They, uh, her and Purdue, who is another her husband, uh, right? No, Purdue is uh, oh. the other <laughs> senator running in this runoff. They were both oh, uh, right, 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 right. briefed on the coronavirus threat and how it was going to reach American shores, and they ended up selling off stock before the pandemic really. And they ended up buying control. a lot of stock in remote working, right, and uh, stuff like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they got rid of stock in like hospitality. Which that industry has been devastated by the pandemic. Yeah, that is true. So that that and when I said her husband, I was thinking her, her husband is actually on the New York Stock Exchange, right? He's the CEO of the New York Stock Exchange. Yeah, yeah. So she had some insider information there. So anyway, she's under investigation. Uh, there, there's a uh, another uh, Senate Senate runoff going on between uh, a couple other candidates. Uh, John Ossoff and, uh, as uh, Jason just mentioned, mentioned the incumbent David Perdue. I just dropped something here. <laughs> that was loud. David Perdue is uh, uh, Purdue chicken the, guy. The Purdue chicken guy. Whatever you do, don't eat Purdue. And he didn't. And at that debate, David Perdue didn't even show up. So uh, John Ossoff was actually debating a blank podium. And here's a little bit of that. Somebody talking to just a uh, a podium with nobody there. Here's that for you. Purdue declined to participate. John Ossoff, you may now ask the question that you would have asked him uh, and answer that question yourself. You have 90 seconds. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's strange. <laughs> strange situation to be asking a question of... A sitting United States senator who is not here to debate as he asks for the votes of the people to be reelected. Senator Perdue, I suppose, doesn't feel that he can handle himself in debate. Or perhaps is concerned that he may incriminate himself in debate. Both of which, in my opinion, are disqualifying for a U.S. senator. There he is. That was the big moment of the night there. But the Georgia Senate, uh, yes. Did you overlook my slogan I just came up with? What was it? Whatever you do, don't eat Purdue. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of, boy- speaking of boycotting, meanwhile, Trump supporters want to boycott the Georgia runoffs. There is a yeah. hashtag that is trending. Uh, write in Trump for Georgia. And there's this organization called Red Elephants, and they're a media platform based in California that the Anti-Defamation League described as promoting conspiracy theories, anti-Semitic beliefs, and white supremacist mantras. No surprise there. And they are saying that uh, since the uh, the election was corrupt and uh, Donald Trump did not get a fair shot dur- the, during the election, that we should boycott the Georgia elections if you are a Republican. <laughs> That'll show them. That'll show them. How stupid we'll them, them, those radical liberals. We won't show up. Well, that's the best way to, to, to get those snowflakes. We just won't vote. If we, Why don't if we, we think don't of this earlier? Up, if we don't show up, it never happened. What the hell? Here's actually audio from one of the rallies that I was able to pull up on Twitter. So this is uh, uh, a rally that they held recently, I guess, outside of... Uh, I don't know where this was exactly, so I won't uh, say, but uh, here we go. Of course, nobody's wearing masks, and there's 
at least a dozen Fuck people it. there. Unbelievable. <laughs> and if Republican traitors like Kemp are not willing to show up for us, and Mitt Romney, and Mitt Romney, <laughs> and the rest of them, then we will not be willing to show up for them. I know. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah. Don't show up to the elections, you dumbasses. I, yeah. What is going on? That is so crazy. Uh, Yeah. And it's crazy that DJT uh, was in Georgia over the weekend and he was in another rally that he didn't like talk about anything, but, you know, the election was stolen from him. And like everyone there is not wearing a mask. Like, 95% 95% of it. Like, what is happening? <laughs> like, why are they allowing him to do this still? I don't know. Just let him fucking be a bunker bitch and hang out in the White House until he's out. Like, stop going and making, you know, a super spreader events. Like, can we please just have him stop? News Roundup continues. So that's the latest with the uh, Georgia runoffs. It's news to us. News Roundup. Donald Trump's personal lawyer, uh, America's mayor, has tested positive for COVID-19. Oh, this this is one of these guys that we see a lot in public never wearing a mask. I I don't know if I've ever seen Giuliani wear a mask. Have you guys ever seen him in any Mm. anything, any TV newspapers? I've never seen him wear a mask. I think if he wore a mask, his hair dye would ruin it. So I think he helps <laughs> out. Yeah, I'd probably leak. Yeah, leaks all over it, like turn black. Yeah. Well, he now has COVID nineteen. He says in a tweet, "I'm getting great care, feeling good, recovering quickly, and keeping up with everything." Uh, I wonder if he's getting similar care to what Trump had, since he's Trump's personal attorney. Well, he's definitely getting better care than the average American. That is the truth. Meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, Giuliani was in court. Uh, he was in uh, Lansing, Michigan, appearing before the Michigan House Oversight Committee just before he announced his COVID uh, positive uh, diagnosis. And he was uh, in the middle of an argument. We'll call it an argument, quote unquote, when he uh, farted on uh, on Mike. Ooh. Here's uh, that. And this, I don't want to hear old man fart. Here we go. Here's an old man farting. The answer, point of order. the answer that I gave you is they didn't bother to interview a single witness. Just like you, they don't want to know the truth. Well, you probably know the truth. <laughs> oh, God. It is so loud. <laughs> I know. And the microphone's not even close to his asshole. I don't understand how it picked up so was good. It, Let's hear that again. Talk out his ass. True. The answer. Point of order. The answer that I gave you is they didn't bother to interview a single witness. Just like you, they don't want to know the truth. <laughs> and there's this poor, there's this poor aide next to him, this uh, probably paralegal, and the look on her face as She's she like, gets a good whiff. A mask. <laughs> I know you should been wearing a mask. Uh, so we tweeted that video of Rudy farting, and then one of our Twitter followers, Jason E. Pippinger says that actually this is, I found this to be interesting. This is apparently an epidemic with old, rich white men, according to him. He says it's a power move. And when he was a kid, this uh, Twitter follower of ours, uh, he would get farted on a lot by old, rich white men when he was a caddy. And 
And oh man, <laughs> yeah, and he actually agreed. White male privilege. And our Twitter follower Jason here has actually agreed to come on the show. Let's try to get him on the phone here live, real quick. Hey, this is Jason. Hey, Jason, this is it's news to us. Thanks for coming on the show. Hey, thanks for having me. It's great to talk to a Twitter follower and friend here. Uh, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, we were just uh, talking about your tweet a little bit, and uh, we were just uh, reading this one about you, the, the. You said there is this notorious d bag that uh, came in one late Saturday night, and um, why did you guys head out when he showed up? Well, he he kind of had a reputation for being kind of a just a dick to caddies, and, and finally the caddy manager said, "You guys don't have to go out with him if you don't want." And this is the end of on you guys. And they, uh, this is the golf, the golf course. And they called, he called down for a caddy and he said, well, there's no one, no one's here. And then I guess he came down personally and asked, and there's like five or six of us sitting around playing cards. Just kind of, it was the end of the day. And like, everyone's like, nope, we're going home, man. And, uh, so he went and got a cart and there was like maybe 10 minutes later, the phone rings and everyone's jumping up sight unseen. I'll take it. I'll take, I mean, everyone was still wanting to go out, but this guy came down and they're like, nah, I don't want a caddy for him. Because this guy would regularly fart on people. Yeah, he's that, and he's just kind of a jerk, you know. He'd, okay, dude had like this ma- massive bag, and he, you know, he'd hit and run, and you'd have to chase after him. And I remember one time I had him on a hole, and he he hit it out down in the ravine, and the whole kind of dog legs off. And he asked me, he said, "Is that ball on this side of the cart path, or did it go across?" And I said, uh, "I don't know. I'll find it. I got a good line on it." And he said, "I'm just asking you, is it on this side of the cart path, or did it go over?" And I said, "I think it's on this side." And we got down there. And it was over the car path, and the guy just looks at me and goes, there goes your drink at the turn. <laughs> and it was just, you know, just one of those kind of guys, you know. And, and so you, oh, wow. That's, yeah. so, so you run into this sort of thing a lot. Uh, do you imagine this is how uh, Trump behaves on the golf course? This is speculation, but. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I would actually expect that he didn't even talk to his caddies, but yeah, I mean, that's that sort of attitude, I would think. And, and th- these guys would regularly fart on you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'd be, you know, they'd be walking off the green and just, you know, just ripping a, you know, good 20, 30 step fart as they're walking past you. It's like, well, what, you know, I hear you. I'm right here. Now, <laughs> I just think, you know, so when, don't you, care. when you saw the story about Rudy Giuliani, it was really no surprise to you that he just let it rip in the courtroom and didn't even care. Oh, yeah. I mean, he just, you know, there's no, no recognition of it. It's just, you know, hey, it's my world. I'll shit on it. <laughs> you think it's a power play? With old rich white guys. I think so. I think sometimes it is, you know, it's just like, you know, they get, they don't really care. I mean, especially with, you know, people that they might see as, you know, subservient or lower, you know, maybe. But yeah, these guys, they just wouldn't care. You know, they'd, wow. they'd yeah. crank down on you. You wouldn't, you know, walk right past you. Wow. Hey, well, we appreciate you coming on to share that with us and to clarify a few things. And sorry that you were fired yeah. on so many times. Hey, you know, probably too young to really realize how shitty it was. No pun intended. <laughs> well, thanks. For, <laughs> thanks again. And uh, if if anybody wants to follow Jason, you can find our tweet about Rudy Giuliani and he's commenting on there. So uh, thank you for coming on the show. All right. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Right. Bye. There's our special guest uh, guy. Uh, routinely, routinely farted on by old rich white men. Wonder if anyone, <laughs> if they had like accidental uh, leakage. It's news to us. News roundup. Yeah! 
Never say that again. <laughs> Katie just gave me a <laughs> accidental leakage. That's uh, <laughs> if that isn't a punk rock band name, I don't know what is. <laughs> right? That's pretty Dad. good. Copyright it. Jason, what's happening with the COVID vaccine? Oh, big news in COVID uh, yeah. vaccine world. Uh, the UK is preparing to start rolling out uh, the first wave of uh, the COVID 19 vaccine from Pfizer. Um, they begin tomorrow in England, Wales, and Scotland. They're the first country in the Western uh, part of the world uh, rolling this out. They have 50 hospital hubs um, that have already received their allocation of the vaccine, and they'll begin distributing the vaccine tomorrow. Wow, um, tomorrow. So, yeah, it's a pretty uh, it's pretty big news, you know. Like, um, Hopefully, you know, we'll see how it goes. Uh, the This particular vaccine is the one that is two doses. Um, like three weeks apart, and they have to be um, kept in deep freeze. Right. So everyone's looking to see how how effective they are and how well they uh, distribute this vaccine um, to see how if it can go. You know, if it's scalable and you know other countries can do it. Cool. Well, yeah, that's exciting news. It's really cool how uh, quickly they come up with this vaccine. But also, some people are pretty scared about that. Are you guys going to get the vaccine right away or are you a little bit wary about it? I think when it's, uh, I'll speak for myself when it's uh, my time and when I'm, when it's available for me, I will take it. Yeah, I I agree. I'm right there with Jason. Yeah. As soon as, uh, you know, I'm able and eligible, I'm going to go get it. Yeah, I agree. Me too. I'm not afraid of this vaccine at all. And I guess by then, I hate to say it, but will enough people will have had it to where we might know if it's not safe or not. Although the some of the long term side effects we might not know for a long time. But well, uh, it's funny you bring that up. Yeah. Uh, the second part to the story is uh, this past summer, Pfizer reached out the to DJT's administration and offered them uh, more doses of their vaccine, and the DJT administration turned them down. So they only Good. purchased 100 million doses. So that means that only 50 million Americans will be able to be treated since it's a two-dose uh, vaccine. And this is one vaccine of three, correct? This is the Moderna one, then another, or is it two? Well, there's several. Uh, Moderna has also come out with one. Um, but the uh, the Pfizer and the Moderna are the first two that have... Uh, come out and are uh, have applied for emergency use authorization with the FDA. Okay, it's and still, which is still under review. The big thing here is uh, Pfizer is in contracts with other countries, so even if the U.S. does want to purchase more, Pfizer will not be able to provide more or supply more vaccines until at least June. Okay, and and this uh, this Pfizer vaccine was not a part of Operation Warp Speed at the White House, where they were trying to fast track the the development of a vaccine. They declined to be involved with that, uh, even though uh, after this vaccine was announced, Mike Pence took credit for it. And That's correct, they they, yeah. they took no money from Warp Operation Warp Speed to 
uh, create this. But they did take money from Dolly Parton, which is really cool. (laughs) She donated like a million bucks to this. She did. So, uh, yeah, I I think she'll be getting the, uh, what is that honor that they give civilians the highest honor? Uh, Presidential Medal of Freedom. Yeah, yeah. uh, There's rumblings that she's probably going to get that. And she deserves that for her career, though. Yeah. Do you think she'll get royalties from the government? Nah. Like a song? That's a joke. Oh. Really bad one. Oh, yeah, that was a... No, oh, boy. Uh, by the way, uh, stay healthy, everybody, if you are, have been, because uh, apparently, this has just come out today, a medical expert says that COVID-19 could cause erectile dysfunction. Oh, my. Yeah, this doctor said, uh, quote, we now know that people can have long-term health effects from the virus. Men could have long-term issues of erectile dysfunction from this virus because we know that it causes issues with the vasculature. Mm. Ooh. So not only will you lose the, your taste of smell and or lose your taste and uh, smell, you'll also lose your uh, heart on. I guess women are going to be expecting a lot ahead at that point. <laughs> Yeah, and if if you if you can't taste or smell anything, then she doesn't have to be she doesn't have to be self conscious. So, yeah. But I, you know, it's like this virus just takes away all the pleasures in life. It's kind of strange. Taste, smell, everybody loves that. Erections, you got to have those. It's like the three favorite things of a man. (laughs) My favorite, but three things. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I love uh, smelling food. I love eating food, and I love. (laughs) having sex and i can't do any of those now how sad how sad yeah uh well we will continue with our news roundup a little bit here and then also a lighter side uh as we uh we'll talk about stories that have nothing to do with politics coming up just because it is the holiday season too so we should probably kind of relax just a little bit we just had a stressful election um life is stressful that's actually where hello fresh comes in I love HelloFresh. Saves time, stress. Like I said, it's delicious, nutritious, sustainable, flexible, and gives back. And uh, HelloFresh delivers high-quality, pre-portioned ingredients right to your home, and you make these recipes. Just got a box today, three recipes. Very excited about them. And uh, the uh, what's really cool also is 90% of the ingredients are actually sourced from growers to uh, ensure peak flavor and ripeness. And I've never had a problem with any of the produce, too, so it's... Uh, Really cool. More than 20 chef-crafted delicious options every week. Jason, are you considering getting this? So we were talking about it just the other day, and you were inquiring uh, about the, the cost, so I assume you might be interested. Definitely, uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, grocery stores are just getting outrageous, and prices are just, ugh. It is another way to avoid the grocery store, and we everybody's have, worried have- about that, yeah. If we make if we make food, we have leftovers, and if I don't eat them, they don't get eaten. Like the if it's uh, there's uh, proper portions, like we we have less food waste, and I think that's uh, that's huge as well. Yes, and here's uh, where you should go, Jason, to get your subscription started. I can't do this because I'm an Ooh, existing tell. customer, but for new customers, you can go to hellofresh.com/news90. It's hellofresh.com/news90. Use code NEWS90 and get 90% or I mean, sorry, $90 off, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash NEWS90. We'll be right back with more. It's news to us.
We're back live on Adobe Radio. It's news to us. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us. Follow us on Twitter. It's news to us. Uh, just a cl- quick clarification on the promo code for HelloFresh because I messed it up. It's not news 90 or it's or whatever the hell I said. It's news to us 90. News to us 90. So go to HelloFresh.com slash news to us 90. And then you can get $90 off, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash news to us 90. And now I can edit that for the podcast. Mm. There we go. See? Uh, okay, uh, lighter side of its news to us. The lighter side of its news to us. Yeah, no no politics or anything like that. Just some weird stories. Um, there is, there's been a lot of activity and chatter around the existence of aliens. Have you guys seen any of these stories that are popping up coming from the federal government? Not from the federal government. Yeah, there's a New York Times really? story. There's a New York Times story about that, but you guys haven't seen any of that? Chris, have you? No, do tell. Do tell. I saw something from like the Navy like nine or 12 months ago. I remember that story. Oh, yeah, we covered that where they declassified like yeah. um, video of uh, fighter jets um, engaging with an unidentified flying object. Yeah. Yeah. Like, disappeared immediately and. Well, it was it was a couple months after that, you know, at the start of the pandemic when nobody was really paying attention to any other news. Uh, New York Times ran this big piece about how uh, the the government has officially uh, said that they have they can confirm that there has been spacecraft from other worlds visiting this Earth. What? Yeah, uh, this story got totally that. buried. I know you don't want to believe it, but this is a New York Times article. A New York Times article. Now, I don't know if I believe it, but I'm, I'm saying this is coming from the government. New York Times promoted or uh, not promoted it. They reported on it. Anybody can find this article. People, everybody knows it. Everybody. That's a Trump thing there. But uh, yeah, crazy. And then there's this uh, story that came out today. There's a former Israeli space security chief. And he says that, yes, aliens exist. And apparently Donald Trump knows that aliens exist, according to this guy. And uh, Donald Trump was about to spill the beans. But then this is like just sounds so crazy. But then he says there's this intergalactic federation that said that told Donald Trump not oh to do God. it. Uh, this is an 87 year old former space security chief. And he says he's got nothing to lose anymore. So he's just putting it out there. What do you guys what do you guys believe it? No. Definitely not. Galactic <laughs> Federation to stop Trump. Galactic Federation. Also, yeah, th- where his story kind of fell apart for me is like Donald Trump listening to somebody and uh, taking their advice. I don't think so. <laughs> maybe they pro- Maybe the Galactic Federation promised to build a Trump Tower in the- another solar system. The aliens, they didn't even expect Obama. <laughs> Maybe they uh, promised yeah. him intergalactic Trump Tower. And he's like, okay, I won't say anything. They beamed a beautiful message directly into my brain. It was so beautiful. <laughs> I think we're in love. <laughs> uh, that That's Thank interesting. You for the courtesy laughs. Those were very polite. You're welcome. They were Most. they were courtesy laughs. I wanted to encourage you until you said something funny. Hmm. I, I, I enjoyed it for real. Though. Here we go. Lighter side. Continue. The lighter side of its news to us. 
Um, well, another alien story, though. So now uh, scientists believe that we'll actually meet aliens by 2036, which kind of sounds more plausible to me. The SETI Institute, everybody knows that, right? They, uh, they search for radio transmissions out in outer space. And they said that they will track down an alien in 16 years. That's kind of interesting that they can uh, project that. Uh, they thrown down the gauntlet. They are. They're saying so. They have this their their network of computers that uh, that try to to find interstellar signals is getting better and better with the advancement of technology. And they say in 16 years they'll be able to, I guess, put a net out so big that they they guarantee that within 16 years we will have uh, contact with aliens. You know what's crazy is what you just said that. 2036 is only 16 years away, and that kind of just blew my mind. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck. In the distant future. Oh my God, 2036. <laughs> Flying cars and hoverboards. Self-lacing shoes. Oh, the future man, is really, now. Like, threw me for a loop for a minute. Oof. I mean, but if aliens do end up... Um, making contact with human beings, I think everybody would look at the calendar and think, oh, it's 2036 makes total sense. Don't you think like it'd be less of a shock? Why? Because if it happens right now, it's 2020. Yeah. But when you, I don't know, when you look at the year 2036, I would just assume that, oh yeah, uh, by 2036, we'll definitely know that aliens exist. This is something that I would think back in the late nineties, you know? Oh, yeah, based, just based on how we are, you know, driving forward. I love to hammer this point, but just that we're in a, uh, playing out all of the science fiction tropes of the last 50 years. I'm like, yeah, 2036 is when that plot point would hit. Right. Yeah, that's the date for it. That makes sense. I'm with you. It wouldn't be shocking. And it, no. and if we go along with uh, the logic there's from the last story, there. what's that? I said there's an escalation there. Yeah, yeah. Then if you go along the logic from the last story, it kind of all lines up. But who knows? Whatever. I, I mean, uh, honestly, I, I do think that there's got to be aliens out there. I don't. And that's kind of like where I draw the line. I don't know if they're visiting us. I don't know. If, Real quick, uh, though. Yeah, they're intelligent. I think they might be microorganisms. Yeah, what? Well, I just, yeah, so you bring that up. Like, what if we're the most advanced species in, you know, the universe? That's scary. <laughs> it is, but, like, we always assume aliens are uh, more advanced than us. But what if it? What if we're the most advanced? Um, we'll That would be free. Their, we'll go to their planet. We'll mine their mythical... Dark uh, matter? Or or whatever, and we'll send our crippled veterans to <coughs> mind transfer into alien clones to commune with their uh, tribes before they betray us. And that is why you deserve the Nobel Peace Prize. Are we speaking to James Cameron right now? <laughs> the James Cameron? Are you James? Oh my god, I love gonna be in 3D. Can oh my god. Can you please That's- make 16 in not two dimensions, all three dimensions, baby. Do me a favor, James Cameron, and make 16 more avatars, please. Please. Consecutively. 
The lighter side of its news to us. And ignore the Terminator, your best property, you fuck. Sorry. I don't like that James Cameron is making so many Avatar movies when he should be making Terminator movies because it's such a cool thing, Terminator. There's so much you could do with that. He made one. Didn't you watch the most recent one? He didn't make that. He was like a consulting producer. And the the, the Terminator, uh, was it Salvation? No, what was was the latest one? I don't know. They brought Linda Hamilton back. Terminator box office retribution. I don't know. They brought her back. And I was excited about it. Went to the theater for it. Was let down. Mm. That's a shame. You guys didn't see that one? No. I really wanted to, but it. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't. I couldn't find anybody to go with. Oh, bummer. Well, it started out as. Uh, I would. I don't want to ruin it for you, but I won't. Okay, no spoilers. In the first like uh, five minutes of the movie, I was like, "This is going to be fucking epic," and then from there, I was let down slowly. <laughs> but you should watch it. You should watch it because it's still Arnold. Yeah. He, he's awesome. Um, kinda. kinda. Like he's a Republican. You're right. He's pretty old and flabby now. He's definitely not commando anymore, is he? Let's let's not. Uh, no. Hit you know, ourselves. Isn't that what CGI is for? Oh, and boy, they used it. In that term. All right, let's move along. Uh, so, how far would you guys go to save your dog if your if your dog was in danger? Uh, you know, obviously, if your dog was drowning, I can I can imagine all three of us jumping into a pool or whatever. Or what about if, an if ice lake? An ice lake? Frozen, ooh, a frozen ooh, pond. That's a great question. Would, would you, you run onto a, a an ice lake with thin ice to save your dog? Wow. Yes, I would think so. That. Would you guys tackle a 350-pound bear to save your dog? No. That- <laughs> I could probably do it. Really? Oh, Jason. <laughs> well, I thought about this. Katie and I, have, we've had a number of these conversations because we live right on the foothills. Right. That's a, like that can be a real concern. Is You have bears? Uh, not necessarily bear. I'm more worried about a mountain lion like Bobcats. Mountain lion try, uh, yeah, we have bobcats. Yeah. If a mountain lion, like a bobcat's like, you know, the same size as our dog. But a mountain lion, like, if a mountain lion came and pounced on our dog, like, would I step in and intervene or would I run away and let him, the dog, you know, fend for himself? And I think I would step in. Really? Same goes for a bear. Yeah, I think so. And a bear? I think- you know what? I would step in for a mountain lion, but not with a bear. I think I'm more scared of a mountain lion than the bear. Uh, we this con- this debate is like 20 years old for us. I know, I, mean, I know, but a mountain well, lion I know, is so but much I, quicker. I bring it up because this happened. This guy in California, he actually tackled a 350-pound bear that was biting down on his pit bull buddy's legs. He actually mm. did it, and uh, here's a little bit of audio. Stapled up right there, and then down the side. Oh, here, here, here's the, so this guy actually, you know, he he ended up uh, uh, being injured um, doing the this. Dog. Let me, let me. Uh, I don't know. Let's see here. Ran uh, and uh, 
Yeah, so I no the dog the dog actually the dog's leg is uh, injured. The guy actually came out unscathed. There he is talking about the dog's injuries. It's stapled up right there and then down the side. It's all stapled right there. I stitched right there and right here. Actually had got him right on the corner of his eye right there, but didn't get his eye. It's okay. And then uh the side of his mouth right here it got stitched shut. It actually had bit a hole all the way through his lip. Wow. Um, that sounds like Chris. That guy sounds like Chris a little bit. That's funny. Do you think this is like a fisherman story? Like, I was the biggest fish in all of the lake. Like, 350-pound <laughs> right. black bear. Like, it's probably like a baby cub. Yeah, maybe. It, yeah. Uh, but that's still. A, that's a pretty hefty black bear, I think. Yeah, black bears, I don't like, think, yeah. get that big. Generally. Yeah, I probably. Back to the question, I might intervene for a black bear, but when you say like 350 pounds, I'm picturing a grizzly. Yeah, same. Like, there's nothing I can do. Right, a black bear is a little more docile, and though you can scare those easier. Those grizzlies, yeah. though. Oh yeah, Ugh. no thanks. You can't, you can't do anything for that. Especially when they're bear. in attack mode. Yeah, man. Uh, all right. You know, I don't know if I could do anything because my dog is so small. I think the bear would eat my dog in one bite. I'd be like, just I don't think there. the I think I think your dog is so small the bear couldn't get it. Like it would just bounce. Like that's your a dog good point. would bounce around and like like the bear couldn't get a handle on him. That's I like your positive attitude there. I also think that maybe my dog would just stand there barking and then the bear would be like, "Fuck you!" I don't think you could catch him. <laughs> The lighter side of its news to us. So light, me thinking about my dog being eaten by a bear. A mountain lion. Mountain lion's a different story. True. Uh, what do you, so? Uh, you guys, are you guys familiar with comedian David Sedaris? No. Yeah. He's he's Jason. You think you would love his books and his audio books? Uh, he's a really he- a hilarious guy. He, he writes short stories. And I always listen to him when I'm on flights. I always have his audiobooks. But uh, he's now uh, getting some backlash on the internet because he went on CBS Sunday morning and he proposed that there should be the idea of a citizen's dismissal of workers at retail establishments where customers can fire employees at will for poor customer service. And people on the internet are, are going crazy about this, saying you're being insensitive during a pandemic, retail workers are being struck uh, the hardest. And uh, now this guy is under a lot of fire. And usually he's kind of uh, one of these guys that doesn't get, uh, bring in a lot of controversy. Uh, what do you what do you guys think of this story and then what he said? That's pretty damn silly to get worked up over that. It was obviously a joke. And it obviously would never work in the real world. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I agree. And and if you're familiar with his work, he's just like a, he's a humorist. That's what he calls himself, not a comedian. He's a humorist, but uh, he does throw out things like this a lot in his work. Like you know, it just is flippantly, um, and it's funny. That's what makes his work entertaining. But uh, people on the internet are going crazy. But what, but what if this actually happens? Radical liberals. Uh, the radical liberal, uh, I bet you it's the snowflake right that's actually getting crazy about it. Um, but uh, say, hypothetically, Jason, would this be a good idea? As some, no. 
<laughs> okay. Come on. Come All on right. Now. Silliness. Okay. The lighter side of its news to us. I know that Chris, you just got the brand new Xbox. Oh, you didn't get the brand new one. You got uh, the Xbox One, correct? Yeah. And then the Xbox Series X, like I'm getting so confused now, just came out and you can't find it anywhere. Do you wish that you'd wait a little bit longer or are you happy with your purchase? Well, I mean, I got the Xbox One like a year and a half ago. Oh, okay. Got it. For some reason, I, I it's in my head fresh. So uh, the, the brand new Xbox just came out, the brand new PlayStation, and you can't find these damn things anywhere. This guy went on eBay, he bought a PlayStation 5. Uh, he thought he was getting a good deal, paying $878 for it. Oh, my God. Um, and then when it showed up, it was just a, a it was not a, a PlayStation 5. It was a a brick of cement. Oof. What? He paid $800 for a brick of cement, almost 900 bucks. My God. Double the retail price of the PS5. That's just messed up. Are you guys? Yeah, I, people are desperate for these new consoles. Um, See, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not either. We'll be right back. All right, we're going to wrap it up. Thanks for uh, hanging out. We appreciate you being here. Uh, lighter side and, and a news roundup this week. Um, Yeah, the holidays are, are here. I don't know. Maybe one more show this year, and then we uh, we take off the rest of the year and join you in Febu- or February. Yeah, we'll join you in February. We'll take <laughs> off January, too. Bye-bye. You've earned it. You've, earned it. <laughs> you've, you've been such a good listener. You've earned a big break from us. Congratulations. You're tired. We're tired. Who are we kidding? <laughs> but uh, yeah, next week and then I, the week of Christmas, we give New Year's Eve. So yeah, I think we'll probably do that. So uh, if we don't talk to you before then, happy holidays. And uh, wear a mask. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Do you stay got- six feet or more away from people and stay home for the holidays. Staying home for the holidays. Or maybe we should do a show because everybody's staying home. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Or we take off. Yeah, F it. Let's take it off. Uh, but, uh, you know, do you guys have any uh, requests for the final show of 2020 that is next week? Any any requests? Should we call up David Duchovny, get him back on the show, perhaps? We've had a lot of good moments. We'll, uh, I don't know, we, we, uh, we talked to... Uh, who else? A lot of people. I can't even think Rick right Gates. now. Rick Gates. Rick <clears throat> Gates. bring him back on? I wish him very at, let's have a very Rick Gates Christmas next week. <laughs> <laughs> a very Rick Gates Christmas. Let's see if we can get him to do special. some like musicals with us. I was convicted. Yeah, we'll write later. If he's, if he's a good acolyte, maybe he'll get a pardon for Christmas. Ooh. Hmm. Maybe, yeah, that could be the whole thing. Uh, Trump plays Santa and then puts a pardon under his Christmas tree. That could that could work. Um, but yeah, all right. We'll think about that. Fundrise. We probably like just mentioned Fundrise real quick here, Jason. What do you think? Well, I think that, uh, you know, there's a lot uh, that we're looking at. Um as being young adults, are yeah. we young now? 
you well, guys are. I'm not anymore. Hmm. We're, we're getting there. <laughs> yeah, but you know, we we're all looking to our future and uh, retiring. You know, investing and four hundred one ks and what you know, being adulting. We got to adult, but uh, you know, we always think that stocks, bonds, and mutual funds are the way to go. But with Fundrise, you actually get to diversify your portfolio and uh, use real estate as well. And yeah, and that's usually something that's only available to the high earners because you buy property and then you do it that way. But these guys have figured out a way for people to invest in that asset class along with the others. So uh, it's an interesting thing to look into. Why not go to Fundrise and uh, see if there's anything they can do for you at F-U-N-D-R-I-S-E.com slash news to us. Maybe you have some money in the bank and you don't know what to do with it. And uh, keeping it in your savings account with like 0.05% annual returns is really not doing you any good. So, uh, you know, if you have some money and you want to invest, Fundrise, F-U-N-D-R-I-S-E dot com slash news to us. And you can have your first 90 days of advisory fees waived. Fundrise dot com slash news to us. Check these guys out and see if there's anything they can do for you. Um, Good luck. Good luck. We're all in it together. Okay, bye. All right. Well, yes. Hey, just uh, quickly, I farted twice during this show, Rudy, and I bet (laughs) nobody knew. How hard is that? How hard is that? Come on. How did that not pick up on your fancy new microphone? I'm really good. I I can I have control. I think perhaps we have to get you a better microphone. Is what you're telling me right now. (laughs) All right. Bye, everybody. Appreciate it very much, Tim Apple. A payroll and HR company needs to be prepared for whatever is going to happen. You could say that over 70 years of experience helping businesses all over the world run smoothly is good preparation. But for ADP, that's not enough. To make sure millions of people are getting paid on time and in compliance, we're staying on top of each new piece of legislation. So when it comes down to it, ADP isn't just a payroll and HR company. We're the company that helps you navigate the complexities. ADP, HR talent, time, benefits, and payroll. Informed by data and designed for people.